Hey everybody, welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 35. So many episodes. It is a lot of episodes, and I believe the fifth week of Bamf Camp. Alright, we've got eight weeks of Bamf Camp, so this plus three more weeks. Huh. And math. Yeah. And shit. Hey, you know, math it's a math cast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this week, we've got two exciting bangers of movies for you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the hot sequel everyone's been waiting for, Meatballs 3. Summer Job. Summer Job. Colon, Summer Job. Which... We'll talk about more about summer job in a minute, but and also uh, 1995's Heavyweights, mm-hmm. which is a thing. So let's start off. We will go chronologically this time. We will talk about Meatballs three first, and right away, this movie's not Meatballs three. <laughs> uh, it is. I saw it. It was a, there was a title card. No, there was a title card that was hastily inserted in the editing process to change this movie from being called Summer Job to Meatballs three. Oh. This thing was not made as a Meatballs 3. It was just this movie called Summer Job, and it sat on a shelf for three years, and someone was like, hey, slap a Meatballs thing on that. Let's make some money. (laughs) Slap a Meatballs (laughs) thing on that, and let's make some money. So what you need to know about Meatballs 3 is that it is not in any way a summer camp movie. Mm -hmm. In no way, shape, or form. So why did we watch it? Well, because I figured it was, as being called Meatballs 3, Mm -hmm. it was going to be a summer camp movie. Oh, right. That, I, was, that seems like a fair assumption. That was the extent of my research on that. I figured the hmm. third in a series of summer camp movies would take place at a summer camp. But this does not. Weird. This takes place at some weird... I, I'm not even sure where... It, it's like a resort boating kind of community, and it really centers around this one restaurant, bar, club, gas station on the river, <laughs> on the water. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even call it that. It's like... It's a way station on a river. Yeah. Like, you would go there and get some gas and move the fuck on. Right. And or, I mean, you know, I suppose you could, uh, you know, put your boats in the water here, mm-hmm. but there is nothing in any capacity of, like, staying here. No. It's, you can go here and party if that's your thing. And but people do. But you should probably <laughs> move on. <laughs> yes, you probably should move on. Which is good advice both for this place <laughs> and for this movie. <laughs> Yeah. You could watch this, but you should most likely just move on. You really should probably just keep on going. Yeah. Um, so this movie stars young Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. And what I believe is Sex one of... symbol Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. This might have been his first movie, depending on... Because it was filmed in 84. Um, but so he's he's nerdy kid. All he wants to do is have sex. He's just, please, dear God, let me have the sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... That breaks the premise of this movie immediately. But so he's been promised a summer job that he goes to every year because there's this guy he goes and works for. I got the impression he'd never been there before. No? Maybe. I don't know. I, he knew the guy. He did know the guy somehow. Okay. I don't know. But he, he goes to, he, he, <laughs> he takes a bus and then hitchhikes to this place, which seems shady. Like why? That's a terrible plan. But, you know, shows up and it turns out that dude is gone. And now there's a angry biker running the place. Well, biker being like, I don't know, river biker, a jet skier. I don't. This movie does have water bikers. And it's the, <laughs> there There were moments in this where I was like, ooh, this could be something. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's but really not. He's, he's kind of he's the responsible member of this gang of water bikers because he owns a business. <laughs> sure. 
But you know what else that means? Hmm. All his water bikers are going to come hang out here at this place. Yep. And fuck shit up. Which means there's even less reason to be at this shithole of a place. Yeah. You never want to be anywhere where water bikers are. This is, <laughs> these are rules for life. Just if you find yourself like going, oh shit, there's water bikers here. Get out. You should be somewhere else. Yeah. So he, okay. Uh, he he kind of resigns himself to like, okay, I guess I'm going to be here. And and he has gone there before because he knows people there. Be- oh, because okay. there's this there's this one girl named Wendy who comes up and is just like, hey, oh yeah, Patrick Dempsey, yeah. and he's like, ugh, Wendy, gross, get out of here. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> all right, here's the weird thing. I I got that he was from this place, this area. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense if he just got off a bus or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I got the I got the sense that he was from this place, but had never worked here before. Maybe he went to a camp that was. In, he said something about he usually did something at a camp. Okay, I I don't know or or care. Yeah, really. it, it um, doesn't matter. But like, but, so this this kind of awkward goth girl shows up. Her name is Wendy, and like the second you see her, you're like, he's gonna end up with Wendy at the end of this. But it's weird because like Wendy is totally into him now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like in a scene later, would totally be fucking him if he would stop watching porn. Yeah, all right, because, yeah, she shows up, and he's like, oh, hey. Like, he, at first, he's like, oh, hey, we're friends, but nothing more. Um, he he looks like he's friend-zoned her. Yeah. And then, like, as the movie goes on, it's like, I don't even like her. Yeah. And it's like, but you went to hang out her at her house yeah. when her parents weren't home, and you were watching porn together. Mm-hmm. And she was totally I, ready to bone you. I'm going to I'm gonna go with, that's, that's, if you put yourself in that situation, you better be ready to bone. Yeah. And, yes. and she totally is. And other than like, I guess we're going to go with calling her a goth girl because kinda. she's just weird. I mean, it's 1984, so I don't know if we had goth girls. Punk. Yet. Punk-ish. Watered well, down our, Canadian punk. I think I think it's more I think it's more to the point that they were like, hey, we'll put her in really stupid makeup so you don't see that she's actually pretty. Right. Yeah. You know, strap down her boobs. Just well, don't, yeah, don't just, make her look feminine well, I mean, anyway. Like, I mean, there's one point where like, I, I swear they had like, like. Like look like jaundice colored yeah. uh, uh, lipstick on her. Yeah, it was like a gold. Yeah, like, it was like it was, gold and green. It was like what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. But like, okay, the thing about this movie is that Patrick Dempsey, Rudy, is mm-hmm. like he will just have scenes where he's out in the forest just shouting to God, like please, whatever, just let me get laid. Mm-hmm. And this movie is constantly throwing women at him who want to have sex with him, and he is constantly not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Its premise is fucking stupid. It, it kind of is. <laughs> I've never seen a, a, a piece of shit nerdy character who has had so much sex thrown at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it wasn't happening in Revenge of the Nerds. Like those those guys were not getting laid. No. <laughs> so I, I, I guess the main premise of this is that there's this porn star and they're watching <laughs> this ET porno mm-hmm. at. Uh, Wendy's house, and the, which I believe was called "Eat Me." Eat me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the sextra terrestrial yeah. or some shit. And uh, later, there's a news broadcast that announces that uh, the, the lead actress of that, Sally Kellerman, Roxy DeJour, has died. And then this newsman <laughs> reads out her last words. It <laughs> might be the one good joke. In it this is. Entire it's, movie. it's the only attempt at a joke, and it's just him saying her last words were reported to be, "Oh God, oh my, <laughs> oh oh." Well, I mean, it goes on for a while. It's it like does. 30 seconds, and he's all doing it in a newscaster voice. It's like, oh, 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 God, oh, yes. And then looking yes, down yes, at his copy. Oh, God, and the- oh, God yes, oh. yes, oh, God, oh, oh. 
Oh. That would be the best news broadcast. <laughs> First of all, why is this on the news? <laughs> I don't know. But whatever. So she goes to heaven ish and I don't know, there's a guy there who's like, you can't come in until you do something good. It's Charles Durning. It's not. Huh? It looks like Charles it's not. Uh totally not Charles Durning. Are you sure? Positive. It's, it's in the cast. It's not. Even in the cast in IMDb, it says it's Charles Durning uncredited. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not though. Uh okay. I'm pretty sure it is. No, it's this. No, that's wrong. It's it's the th- guy who's third build, the 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 gatekeeper guy for heaven. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's that's absolutely wrong. All right. Sure, look like uh, Charles Turner. It does, but I swear to you, it's it's the guy who's third build. It's okay. Yeah. You're wrong, IMDb. Yeah. Someone fucked that up. All right. So Man, we should we should be the ones that fix that on, <laughs> for for the internet. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's just like. You can't come in until you do something good. The big guy says, you got to do something good. And he's like, hey, here's a nerd. Go get him laid. And she's like, all right, I, I guess. Yeah, I that's do my that. specialty. Yeah. Which, no. <laughs> but So she goes down and harasses him. And she's a ghost. And mm-hmm. ghost shenanigans happen. And, and she has to try to figure out her how she can do secret angel powers or whatever. Yeah. And the whole thing with her is like, she... There are situations that she, he he could be getting laid, but then he she talks him out of it for reasons I don't understand, or just fucks it up. Yeah, it's like there there's just like there's a girl who works at the concession stand who would totally bone him like right there on the concession stand, and she threatens to drop a cigarette machine on them. I mean, it's yeah, she's it's, like he, yeah, she's like she's old. You don't want to do that. She'll with be a hundred when you're thirty, and it's like. It's this weird universe that if you have sex with somebody, you suddenly are paired with them forever. It's That's not what any of these movies are ever about. It's not like you bone and then you get married. It, it, they're just about boning. That's that's, But whatever. It, and this just becomes a long series of events where it's like, now make him hip and fa- handsome and cool. And mm-hmm. he learns that it's not all as cracked up to be. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he sure does. This summer, he's about to find out <laughs> that dressing cool doesn't make you cool. Yeah. There's this... There, there, there's a, All right. So th- let's just finish blowing through the rest of this movie. Please. Um, so other things, Mean Gene, the guy that owns this place, mm-hmm. has what well, we assume it's his wife yeah. that um, is... They call her the love goddess, and she's just like up in this room, Rapunzel style, and never allowed to go out. And so whenever he leaves, random people will try to sneak in there and have sex with her, to which Mean Gene shows up and throws them through the roof. Yes, in a cartoon style, right. <laughs> they go out of the roof in an imprint of themselves. Right. But it's Shannon Tweed that's up yeah. there, and whatever. I'm just going to skip to the end of the movie. Like, there is a point where... You know, Patrick Dempsey is like trying to get all get with all these women. Could have gotten with all these women if it yeah. wasn't for him deciding not to, or yeah. Sally Kellerman going, "Nah, this isn't this isn't the right way." Yes, because like down to one point, like he was with this nice girl. They're in a back of a Volkswagen. What, like in the back of a Volkswagen? And <laughs> Sally Kellerman's like magic angel powers to release the handbrake to which the car goes into the lake. So she's constantly fucking with him. Yeah. You know, trying to fuck. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, he's just like. Fine, you know, like this is stupid. I, you know, all these things. I there's only one thing for me. Like everyone's laughing at me. Oh, because he gets caught because she's like, hey, put a salami down your pants. And then like this one girl is like, hey, you have a salami down your pants, haha. And so everyone teases him. He's like, the only way I can earn my rep back, sure, is to bone the love goddess, and that's what I got to do. 
So he yeah. comes up with this convoluted plan where he goes up there and she's just like, uh, I'm not going to bone you just because you came up here. Yeah. And then Mean Gene shows up and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's my sister, not my wife. And yada, yada, She's yada. just up there working on her dissertation right, yeah. <laughs> all summer. And so eventually he comes and like apologizes to him and is like, oh, I'm sorry. For, yeah. Like, oh, you reacted. And yeah. And then, of course, he hooks up with. Well, like, fi- eventually he's like, you leave Sally Kellerman. I have to do this on my own. You're, mm-hmm. you're just fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she goes back up to heaven and is, is like getting tipped to the devil and blah, blah, blah. And then goes back down and is obviously helping the Wendy girl. Yeah. Because, you know, she can't get her Patrick Dempsey either. She wants to study his Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> like, I don't know. And so, like, so, she, you know, whatever. They end up together. It, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's a terrible movie. It, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, I think the most egregious thing wrong with this is the long segment in the middle where she keeps trying to convince him that no means yes. Yeah. That just, that goes on forever. It and, sure it's, does, yeah. and it's like, please stop. Mm-hmm. Please stop this. <laughs> I mean, I... I get the sentiment they're trying to express, but they're saying it in the completely wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they just keep saying it. And it's like, please, please stop. Please don't. Right. Um, yeah. I, th- okay. So, like, take take this out of the summer camp realm. So you can't really judge it like, okay, not a summer camp movie. Fuck this movie. But out of that, as a TNA comedy, it's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad on pretty much every level it could be. Yes. Yeah, there there was because there's barely any T's or A's, and everything is just dumb. And yeah, like I said, well, as you said, what the like the very nature of the plot is, I want to get some, but uh, I don't know if I want to get some now. What yeah. with you? Because so there was there's this one girl who's like dating his chief nemesis, who's just this preppy douche, mm-hmm. and they at the very beginning they like do this thing in a in a diner that sets him up. It's like he's got a boner. It's like. I don't even understand why this is happening. A girl is touching him and, and coming on to him and and they're all like, haha, you like girls. But like later, she gets pissed off at her boyfriend because Sally Kellerman has made his hand stick to the asses of girls at this bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, come with me, Patrick Dempsey. We're going in the woods to fuck. And Patrick Dempsey is just like, eh, boobs, I don't know what to do. That. And just fucks it up on his own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What the actual fuck, man? I mean, again, like I see, <laughs> I see what the point of the movie is, but it, it like this movie is not woke enough to try to have a woke message. No, it's, so, it's not. You know, like I get that, like you're trying to say, hey, maybe sex shouldn't be so casual, and you know, do sure. it with people that you care about, and you know, obviously, hey, here's this weird girl who just needs to stop wearing the like the dollar store makeup <laughs> tree you know, on her face but, you know, like i'm just saying like it's like it's yeah other than that it's just like i get what you're trying to get to that you know go you know you know if you can't be with the one you love baby then love, love the, the one, one you're, you're with. with yeah yeah but but yeah you're not even doing that so no yeah yeah whatever it, it's it's a bad movie uh three bags yeah it's it's just you know, it, it's not, it breaks the summer camp thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of egregious, especially calling it meatballs three. And if you look at the poster for this, you're like, wait, this is, they're lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, man, what's the point? Yeah. It's it, the premise is just broken and that breaks any possible jokes it could have. So it's weird because like prior to starting this, I thought the meatballs series 
was like sex camp romp yep. thing. Yep. And so for the first two to be PG, and I was like, oh, well, okay, that's what they're about. And then this one was like, all right, this one's R, and it's not even a fucking no. camp movie or remotely related. It's like, oh, well, shit. I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like this thing in my that was in my head yeah. that exists that barely exists as a thing. Like, I, I don't know that there are that many R-rated camp things. They're that horror movies. Yeah, that aren't people being stabbed. Yeah. The, the rest seem to be kind of good-natured fun times. Yeah, which, but, yeah, this movie's terrible. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll give it three bags because you know it's Me Falls Three and it's funnier. But I, <laughs> I think it's actually I think it may be worse than that. I you know. Yeah, I I just it got me to a point where I didn't care. Yeah. It yeah. just once I, I realized I, the premise was broken, I was just like, yeah, I think I stopped. I stopped caring yeah. enough to rate it any lower. I mean, honestly, and this is so stupid, the only thing I found cool about this movie is that this place had, like, this row of pinball machines. Sure. And then I just kept worrying about the status of these pinball machines. Like, are they going to get fucked up well, during the, yeah, the chaos of the finale? they do a lot of dumb shit. Like, there's a bull running oh, around at one point fuck for that. no goddamn reason. It's, it's somehow because the, the guys running this betting thing about who's going to sleep with the love goddess have called in this guy... And not realizing that he's a he's you know he breeds his bull, but they think it's just him. They've called this guy who's going to go fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a pre- professional fuck, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not. He just owns this bull. <laughs> so that just leads to this whole thing of like, let loose the bull. The bull's going to fuck, and it's just, uh, it's uh, yep. Fuck everything about it. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like there was like something else I was going to mention, but it, it's probably not even worth it. Like. I just remember this movie went on like there was there was a point where I paused the movie to get up to go get a drink or something like yeah. that. And it was like at the hour mark. I was like, how the fuck has <laughs> this only been on for an hour? <laughs> like I was I was like really angry, <laughs> like really angry. <laughs> like I figured I had like 10 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying that that should probably give you an indication of how angry this movie was making me at points. Yeah, it just. There's a reason this hasn't made it past VHS. Mm-hmm. It, no one ever needs to see it. That's yeah. why. So, I, I'm sure Patrick Dempsey and, and company probably have gone to great lengths. He's probably he used, probably owns the print. He's probably used all of his Grey's Anatomy money to make sure that nobody sees this. Yeah, because yeah, there's one point where it's like, hey, here's skinny Patrick Dempsey ass, and it's like, <laughs> no, yeah, really. Like, I'm just saying, if like you were like, hey, I wonder what like. I don't know. He's probably 18, I'm sure, because it's already oh, yeah. shows ass. But I mean, like, he looks like he's 14. Yeah, he does. If you're like, hey, I want to see 14 year old Patrick Dempsey ass. Well, there you go. Wasn't he in one of the Transformers movies? Was he? I don't know. Wasn't he like a rival for Megan Fox at some point? Uh, Yeah, I think the second. It looks like the second one. Maybe yeah. he used that money to buy yeah. <laughs> the Meatballs 3 prints. <laughs> he's probably, yeah, I'll do your shitty Transformers movie. <laughs> I'll finally get that money. As long as I can make sure that nobody ever sees Pit- Meatballs 3. Yeah. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. never watch Meatballs 3. However, let's talk about what seems to be a standard in the genre of fun kids movie camp thing. Mm-hmm. 1995's Heavyweights, which I, you know, I had always just kind of heard about this movie, but had never seen a frame of it. I, I'd seen some of it on uh, HBO or whatever in okay. passing. So I, I was had like tertiary knowledge okay. of this movie. Uh, this movie has a pedigree behind it. Uh-huh. Comedy people. Uh, you know, like written by Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good sign because it is a 90 minute movie. So, you know, it's not going to be bloated as fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> not in the runtime. No, no. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Ah, ah. Uh, <laughs> hey, but it's directed by the guy who directed Little Nicky. That that hot banger. <laughs> 
Well, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> and I fuck up that pedigree. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, he did do Mr. Deeds, which is much better. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah a little Nikki. Yeah, a little fucking Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this is this is a movie about a fat camp mm-hmm. where um, it's it's been going for like thirty years. It's well, it's it's a fat camp where not. Their goal ne- isn't necessarily like to make you lose weight. It's just like it's hey, a camp hey, for fat kids hey, to all, go have fun. Yeah, all, hey, all <laughs> you fat kids, come here because if you're all fat, no one's going to make fun of you, yeah. and we just have fun shit to do. And that's that's aw- that's an awesome premise. Yeah, and it's run by Ben Stiller's parents. Yes, it is. Uh, they they are just lovely people who are just like come to the camp. We've got go karts and this the thing called the blob that <laughs> you sit on and people jump off a pier and you go flying into the water. It's fun. Yeah, and it's weird because like uh, so the main kid. Uh, his parents are kind of conning him into this. And one of his parents is Jeffrey Tambor. Mm-hmm. And they sit him down to watch this video because Tim Blake Nelson has shown up as this weird, slicky <laughs> salesman guy. Which is weird because, like, <laughs> based on every all the wholesome things about this camp, it's like, why do they have sleazy... I mean, I'm not saying Tim Blake Nelson is always sleazy, but the way he's coming across is yeah. like, hey, like, I, I'll, I'll fool you into coming to Fat Camp. It is kind of a... It, it starts... It shows all the cool stuff, like go-karts and the thing where you fly into the water, and mm-hmm. he's like, sweet. And then he's like, the kid's like, wait a minute, this is a fat camp, no way. But then, like, the rest of the video goes back to being cool, and he's like, yeah, okay, this could be all right. Mm-hmm. He's not really totally against it. He's he's kind of on board with it. Um, And, like, most famously of these kids is Kenan Thompson, mm-hmm. who is just there. It's... It's so weird to see little Keenan Thompson, but also pretty much have the same comic timing and everything. Like he, he's, yeah. he seems like from an early age, he just he got it. Well, he was because he. Was I mean, on I know he did shows. all the shows and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just so strange to see someone so consistent. Yeah, because I mean, there was Keenan and Kel, but then he was on whatever show they spun off of from yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah, so I mean, he'd always done yeah. stuff. And so they they get to this camp, and it, it's it's. The premise of this is kind of strange that they they all arrive at this camp and have like a day, and then at the end of the day they're going to have this assembly where you know Ben Stiller's parents are going to come out and, and address them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which they come out and they're just like, "Well, we're bankrupt, and <laughs> <laughs> Chapter Nine got us. We 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 can't run this. We, our dreams are dead. <laughs> so someone is someone has bought the place, and mm-hmm. they're going to come out and talk to you now and." You know, Jerry Stiller is doing his his random yelling thing, and he's like, "One more thing, <laughs> don't let anyone sign your checks." Bye. And everyone's like, "Wait, what?" And so <laughs> this starts this pathetic infomercial thing of <laughs> Ben Stiller as this ridiculous-looking person <laughs> who has bought this place, and the premise is he's going to film this infomercial around making these kids lose weight because he has a thing, an idea. Mm-hmm. And so he's here to just be weird and insane and, you know, dictatory. Right. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, his his character name is Tony Perkis, which is like, okay, well, there's Tony Perkins, basically. Uh-huh. But he comes out and, like... 
I got to say, like in, in whatever ninety four, ninety five, whenever they filmed this, Ben Stiller was kind of freaking ripped. He was, he was, he yeah. was pretty ripped. <laughs> and like, but he's got Rambo's hair. Like, like, yeah. I mean, Rambo three hair, like, yeah, just like feathered, feathered and, and black, and yeah, blown out. And yeah, and the you know the headset microphone thing, and the the best part about this is he comes out, and he does this whole like spiel about like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna toughen you up and everything, and he thinks he's like won the crowd over, and he goes running yes. down the aisle, <laughs> hands up for high fives, and there are no high fives except for like one kid in the back row goes I don't know I guess slap, and he's just like yeah yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> it's so good like there are, there are animated gifs of it out there okay. and it's it's. It's quite good. Yeah, I. It was at this point where I realized, okay, we're we're gonna be okay here. This movie's really gonna go for it because, like, in his speech, he says something like, "I never had a childhood, and it's gonna be fun for me to learn what kids are like." Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna learn from you as you learn from me. <laughs> they just keep cutting to everyone in the crowd, like, "What's happening?" <laughs> um. Yeah. So. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's basically like, let's have a fascist fat camp. Pretty much. Fascist Fat Camp. Fascist I, I, fat yeah, camp. I think that would be a good name for a movie, too. <laughs> um, but, like, so all the kids have shown up and, like, they, they've got this whole, like, stash system where they are, like, stashing all of their candies and mm-hmm. meats. And things like yes, that. they do. <laughs> they have some slobbies. <laughs> um, but, like, of course, like, you know, the, these counselors come in and start, like, tossing the place. Uh, we should probably also mention, like, in, in the camp, they got one of the other uh, former fat kids that's now a counselor is, uh, is Paul Feig. Yes. <laughs> And Which it's funny because like I now know Paul Feig as like oh I don't want to go see his movies yeah and I totally forgot like how much he was an actor back in the day and like he's good well I'm just saying like it, it's funny because like he showed up and I was like oh shit that, wait that's him mm-hmm. and he's the guy that I always went like oh he's not quite one of the kids in the hall <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> he does yeah <laughs> he kind of looks like two of the kids in the hall merged together like he's kind of like Mark McKinney and Scott Thompson like merged into one person he kind of is um, but like he showed up and I was like oh yeah him and then, like, I looked at him like oh shit that's yeah that's the guy I don't don't like as a director so much <laughs> as a director no but I think he's very good in this but he's like a former fat kid yeah. you know and, he's just yeah. come back to you know do and and then there's like you know there's hot nurse you know I there's know. hot nurse yeah but like so there's a there's a scene they always do this thing where the 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 rival professional baseball players camp comes over and beats the fuck out of the fat kids mm-hmm. that's the one thing i didn't understand why ben Ziller's parents always signed off on because that seems terrible right but they come over and so paul feig is is just shouting like sports nonsense that the kids like can't just come on eye on the ball eye of the tiger i don't know what i'm saying just get out there and do something don't stand on the plate get out of the way mm-hmm. um yeah so and they've they have like this this one guy who's been who's been there forever it was like he never left fat camp he mm-hmm. just kept coming back as an adult uh, who's the main like uh counselor for this bunk of kids mm-hmm. and he gets replaced by Lars, <laughs> who is comically German, I guess is what you you could say. But like he, when he comes in to toss, you know the the bunks and everything, he just goes on this this great comedic run of just I'm not gonna take any of your shit. And the kids are just like, "Where are you from? What what is happening? What's going on?" Um, yeah, Lars is a great side character. Yes, they don't use him enough as the movie goes along. Although every time he does show up, it's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they, 
I so like when Ben Stiller finds their stash of candy and stuff, when he, he just got smoked meats. This is not acceptable. <laughs> well, he's like trying to break the salami in half, which is just bending. <laughs> he just throws it at somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. That's the thing is like there's so many sight gags in this movie that like it's hard to describe exactly how funny it can be. It's um, th- there's just little funny lines but, and bits all over. And the place. like first day they were stabbing the um, the blob or whatever the thing was the the fun float thing out in the. Yeah, out the yeah. They're yeah, actually stabs it with like, like this harpoon. harpoon yeah, <laughs> which they film for some reason. Right. Like fuck this, and they like take all the go karts and put them in this trash pile. Mm-hmm. It's like no fun for you kids. Here you're just gonna go on nature hikes and shit. Yeah, um, um, there's other like side characters who you will recognize, like the cameraman that Ben Stiller brings in is Adam Sandler's friend, uh, Alan Covert. Yeah, who you know from Grandma's Boy and whatnot. And yeah, every other Adam Sandler thing. Little Nicky. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But like, I mean, you don't see him very much. But like, no. there there is a point where um, there there's one kid, the one kid that's from the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. um, is just will not stand up, stand for Ben Stiller's shit, and he's constantly making fun of him to the yeah. point that like, finally Ben Stiller is like, "You come with me," and like, he disappears for like a couple days, and everyone <laughs> like suddenly has this story about what's happened to him. It cut, <laughs> including they cut to the chef in the cafeteria, who's P- Peter Berg. Peter Berg, for no reason. Sitting, <laughs> and he's just sitting there, like, leaning over the table, just smoking in front of these kids. And he's like, yeah, I hear they, ki- I heard they killed him. <laughs> and that's what we're going to have for dinner tonight. And like, I don't know, it's all this dumb shit. And yeah. They all have this story about what happened to this, this kid. Yeah, who eventually comes back in and pretends like he's been lobotomized. Yeah, he and they're the, all like, what's happened yeah, to he you? Does, he does like, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest, which <laughs> it's great routine for kids, man. They, they really get that one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they did. I mean, they were like, oh, we, we kind of liked you lobotomize or mm-hmm. something like that. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Ben Stiller is doing these things to kind of humiliate the kids into losing weight. Like, he arranges this dance with the girls' camp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like the girls want nothing to do with anything. And and then eventually, yeah, the, the adult guy who's been there forever is just like, or actually, no, it's, no, Paul, it's Paul, Paul Feig. is <laughs> like, hey, if I just start dancing, maybe everyone else will. And so, like, it actually kind of works. Like, all the, yep. all, all the girls are like, all right, well, I guess, you know. We're here. Like, let's dance. And Ben Stiller puts a stop yeah, to it. Yeah, so it's like, oh, wait, this is working. You're, yeah. they're, they're having a good time. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so Ben Stiller in every way is awful. Like, mm-hmm. he, his business plan is bad. Everything about it is terrible. He has this one. He's, he's constantly trying to do, like, it, uh, <laughs> Alan Covert is filming him for things. And he's always, like, starting too soon. And there's this like that one scene where he's coming out and he's like, well, d- d- today the kids in Alan Cover's like, we're not rolling yet. And he's like, ah, well, d- say you're rolling. And he's like, all right, speed. And he's like, does that mean you're rolling? He's like, yeah, well, it does. It, it does it, though. That's the sound. But yeah, I know. I, whatever. <laughs> I we'll, we'll take it as a, a as a decent enough joke. But yes. so it's just constant little bits of stuff. But eventually the kids are like, we got to take back the camp mm-hmm. we can't allow this well, f- well for, yeah during that was a, the way in where like it's so many weeks <laughs> in and like they were supposed to have lost weight and they all have gained it and ben stiller just goes ape shit he's like all of you like we're going on a 20 mile hike tomorrow <laughs> and it's basically just like strap them up with like these giant ridiculous rucksacks and like just start walking until like the kids are like dying and they, they come to this cliff <laughs> they're just like you know we could push them over the side <laughs> it'd be it'd be justified nobody would convict us for that yeah and, yeah 
God, Ben Stiller does this weird thing where on the cliffside where he just goes and starts doing gymnastics on this tree. That's, that's like a, <laughs> like this dead tree branch is hanging over the edge of this cliff. And yeah. he just dies out and it's just like, ah, why don't you come out here and join me? And they're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like, is he just going to die? And then they have to they have to pretend that he's still alive for the rest of the camp. But no, he swings back in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they... um. Yeah, so they're they're during the hike they they basically like they Rambo pit him like, yeah they they create a pit and like not you know, get him to run into it and then they just lock him up and they're like they go to the other adults the what the cool adults and they're yeah. like hey we uh, we locked up Ben Stiller like wait are you crazy except for the nurse who's like this is fucking awesome yeah like why didn't you do this earlier like, yeah, the nurse is into it she's, she's way into it for some reason the other two guys are like uh we can't do this until Ben Stiller becomes awful again we're like all right I guess we'll do this and also we need to go trap all of his counselors so they comedically you know dick dastardly tie them up to some trees in the woods and then they go over to Lars and start spreading honey on them they're like bears love honey you won't stand a chance <laughs> Which which pays off like of like five minutes later because like he's out there just screaming like a madman and you go and there's like this little tiny deer like like I don't know if it's a baby or just one of those like miniature deers but he's screaming like yeah. a madman like and the deer's just looking like what yeah <laughs> so he basically joins their their side because mm-hmm. why not yeah yeah it why he says this he Lars says this thing to them when he's the like the first night in their bunk he's telling them like now listen I have a very deviated septum and I make a horrific noise when I sleep do not worry I'm fine <laughs> and it's just cut to the kids all there awake while this horrific noise is going well, it's on it's like a normal <laughs> snore followed by like a <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie I swear mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, you know they they get back to camp and it's just like you know what we're gonna fucking party. We're just gonna go ballistic. We're just gonna spread ice cream all over ourselves and just you know wild Indian time. <laughs> so they do that mm-hmm. like all night long, and they you know like camp nowhere and a bunch of other. Mo- they, they wake up the next day just like oh dear god, what I have made we done? A terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, but they kind of come to the realization it's like we let's not do that again. Yeah, it's it's that whole like you know finding the balance like yeah. you know this authoritative dictatorship wasn't any good, but being crazy hedonistic doesn't really work either. So maybe somewhere in the middle. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're just hey, you know that's not cool either. Self governing. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we just do our own thing? Um, but then it's like Parents Day, mm-hmm. and all the parents roll up, and they have taken all of Alan Covert's footage, and <laughs> it starts out like this normal promo video. And then just turns into, here's all the footage of Ben Stiller being a horrific nightmare to us. Yeah, all the, like, you know, Inside Edition, like, (laughs) (laughs) like music and stingers and shit going on. Yeah. And so the parents are all like, why why didn't you tell us this was happening? What's going on? And Ben Stiller has... So, like, they've put him in a cage and electrified this cage. With a bug zapper. Yes. And so he... They've been bringing him food... And he takes a piece of his food that's like wrapped in foil and <laughs> manipulates it into looking like a Hershey's kiss. Well, first he like also like shorted out the uh, bug zapper. He did. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then he like the kid who's guarding him, he taunts him like, come take the delicious Hershey kiss I have for you. To which the kid totally stupidly does. And Ben Siller escapes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> God. like in the middle of like they they're just finishing the video and like he's sitting up and like. 
not the skylight, but like the like the really tall windows that are up on yeah. like the top of the roof. Yeah. He's sitting up there and he's just like slow clapping, like, Well, 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 what an excellent film. <laughs> so well produced such good cinematography and editing. <laughs> and then like and then just like proceeds to jump down off this window, which is like a, a story and a half up, yeah, give it's or take. High. Yeah. And then like Lance, he's just like, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and then just does this whole thing where he's like walking down the center of this audience with all the parents there, mm-hmm. like breaking glasses and walking on them like, you can't stop me. I'm too tough. <laughs> right. Yes. And finally, Doing this trial by glass <laughs> finally gets up to the front and is like taunting the parents. It's like, you know, your kid's a loser. And Jeffrey Tambor just punches him. He's like, I won't stand for that punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it's basically like the parents are like, oh, hell no, this is not happening. That man will be arrested now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cops kind of show up and take him away, and it's so during Penn Stiller's thing at the beginning, like he, he, you know, he's like my father, Tony Perkis Senior, has is the if, those of you from Western Pennsylvania might know him as the lighting king of whatever. yeah, the light fixture king of, <laughs> and he's like all the magnificent lights you see here today are brought to you by my father, and this chandelier <laughs> lowers down, <laughs> yeah, for no reason, but yeah, so his his Ben Stiller as his dad shows up at the mm-hmm. end, he's just doing like a character from the Ben Stiller show. And uh, he's just basically like, look, we're going to give you your money back. Don't worry about this. Just everything's cool. Everybody go home. And they're like, we don't want to go home. But he's like, well, you need a a parent in charge. Who's been here the longest? (laughs) Finally, the one guy cops to like, I've been here 18 years. You want to do this? All right. I got to (laughs) go. And of course, it's like, well, all right, we're back. Fat Chaos back in business. And I guess we still have to have our big showdown with whatever the, the MVP camp. I mean, it's literally like fat kid camp and MVP camp. And we're going to have our like uh, relay race or whatever. And it's like, as soon as they like resolve the whole dictator thing, it's like, let's have the, you know, the yeah, big- let's have the sports moment. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost unnecessary yeah. because it's just souped up go-kart racing. And it, it, there's really it, no it point is. to it. Well, I mean, they do other, there are some other events like, Oh, the God. Fat kids okay. win, like fat kids <laughs> win the, the smarts part where, cause like <laughs> they have like intelligence room or whatever. And like the MVP kids come in or just like, can't answer any of the questions at all. Like, <laughs> Name five <laughs> vice presidents, uh, George Washington. <laughs> no. And all the counselors are dressed up like Einstein. And <laughs> yeah, there's Einstein, Andy Warhol and, uh, the nurse lady is the statue of liberty for no reason yeah Yeah, um yeah so they just have this this weird which again like they never show that like this is just like the i I hate this in like the conceits of movie making yeah is like based on how the mvp kids were answering the questions or not i should say like it always it it still always comes down to like the final event in a relay like they both get there at the same time it's like Wait, how did you ever answer this? Like, <laughs> given yeah. the answers you were just giving a second ago. At what ago. point did you ever escape right. The, right. the hall of information or whatever the hell? Yeah. 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 But of course, yeah, it comes down to this go-kart race, which whatever, fat kid wins. He does. Hooray. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, movie's <laughs> over. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Basically, I mean, well, I mean, it ends with like some stunts. Uh, let, let, all right, let me backtrack just a second, because like the souped up go-kart race is like the most dangerous go-kart track <laughs> in the history of man. Like whoever came up with this track is just like, like <laughs> what camp or any organization with adults giving thought would ever actually sanction this go-kart race? Because there is a point where like they are going down the dock, mm-hmm. which is not even as wide as the go-kart. Like there was some serious stunt, stunt driving going on to make this go-kart thing happen. Yep. And I was just like, I was watching this. I was like, the fuck? Like this is 
this is so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It shouldn't. It, yeah, it's, it's it shouldn't <laughs> bother me as much as it did. But it's like, extreme sporting at yeah. the end, and it shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the same thing. Like this was incredibly dangerous for. Like I mean, there's crowds right up on like the the side of the track, which is barely wide enough for the go karts anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are parts where like they have to go through the woods like speeder bike style. <laughs> like it's, it's it's fucked up, but whatever. Fat kid wins. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh so like the the one kid who was who was guarding Ben Stiller is like the the British kid, mm-hmm. and. During Ben Stiller's opening spiel, he's just randomly pointing at kids and is like, you could be this and you could be president of the United States. And he points at the British kids and someone's like, he's from England. <laughs> and then when he tricks him into getting out of the cage at the end, he does, you know, he says, grabs him and is like, looks like London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> like say these stupid yep. things. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I, I wish I'd seen this movie earlier. I, I love this. There's so many good jokes in it. And it, you know, I I like the idea of a camp where it's just, hey, we're all kind of overweight. Let's go have a good time. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to be picked on. Well, and, yeah, I mean, it's like, and there will be more activities than if you sat at home. Yeah, it's still activity. You're right. still out there doing stuff, but you don't feel self-conscious about being the fat kid at a normal camp. Right. You just, I I don't know. This this is this is a smart movie. Yeah. Um. It's a good movie for kids. It's not. It's it's a good movie for kids, and it's it also doesn't play down to the audience. Like there is a fart joke, but it's not just we're, we're kids and we're farting and boogers and you know it's it's not that. <laughs> it's 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 a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good time. Four jocks is what I'm going to give it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would like to watch it again. Uh. Yeah, I suppose I can echo that. Okay. I mean, that's uh, that seems pretty fair. This is a pretty solid movie. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's weird because, like, I mean, I was, I was getting like a little bit of, I, I, I hate to like always go back to like my favorite kids movies, but I mean, there are, there are certain things about kids movies that good ones kind of echo the same sort of sentiments mm-hmm. at points. Um, so there were times where. I was kind of getting like little Sandlot vibes, mostly in the way they were interacting with each other. Yeah. Um, just kind of how like we're going to pick on each other, but it's not malicious. Like, you know, we're not being dicks like in some movies where it's just like, why are you even friends? You know, like it's more like good natured ribbing. Um, and then like just because of the kind of the plot of like overtaking this shithole place that they're at, I kind of got like a little bit of like holes, you know, vibe from it. Yeah. You know, like the kids like, you know, like, all right, we can't take this anymore. Right. You know, deal. So. Just saying, like this has this has good, you know, quality kids movie things happening in it. Yes. So, and you could sit through it with your kids and not right. be tearing your hair out exactly. because there are good, good ass jokes in it. I'm yeah. still just scrolling through the quote section, just like it's so long and there's so many good lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ben Stiller is just constantly like doing the the uh, Bill Murray thing on the intercom throughout the movie, just saying random things and going back about his business. Mm-hmm. Just like canceling meals. <laughs> oh, by the way, lunch is canceled. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm glad we we did them in this order because heavyweights is is strong, and meatballs three is garbage. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So okay, that's another two camp movies down. We're still. I think our average is still pretty good. I think we're doing all right here. Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, we're having a good time. Hope you're having a good time. I hope you're not, not. We're having fun. Here. I hope you don't have camp fatigue yet, because uh, we've only got a few more weeks left, and it's going to build to the the big 
color wars thing. At the end. Yeah. I don't know whatever's going to happen, but right. we're, the color wars really race. I don't know. We're going to have an extreme go kart at the end yeah. of this. Yeah. The last two episodes will be live via go karts. <laughs> cool. I'm in. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for being a member of Patreon or listening to this on the regular feed, wherever you're listening to it. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Hope you're enjoying the look back at camp movies of the past because there really aren't any camp movies of the present. So we will have a couple more camp movies next week, obviously. Um, and until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Van Extra out. Are you ready for the summer?